Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, uh, for, Father, for this beautiful couple. What a powerhouse couple, Lord God. They're both involved with helping people, rescuing people, uh, leading people to you, Jesus, and salvation. Continue to bless them personally as a couple, as a marriage, protect their marriage, keep them healthy and strong and in love, Lord God. And we pray that you will help them with their personal ministries, with the men and the women, and that you will help stabilize their family and, and keep them close to you, Lord. We pray for the Teen Challenge ministry as a whole, that you will continue to bless that ministry that is so critical to helping people out there in the streets. We pray that you would bless them and encourage them and that you would touch our hearts as a church body to be as generous as we possibly can to support this ministry financially. Bless that team, Lord God. Bless that ministry team. Bless the gift and the giver. And we continue to pray for you to bless those that are so faithfully supporting the work that we do here at Chatsworth Foursquare Church. In Jesus' name we pray, and all God's people said, amen. amen. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you guys, and uh, go ahead and share whatever the Lord's put on your heart, okay? Right, hey, once you. again, let's welcome them. Teen Challenge Ministry to our Foursquare Church family, amen. I don't know if you have the video that we're able to show. Can we show that first, and then uh, be happy to share? Okay. Located in the heart of Los Angeles County, in the town of Linwood, not far from where the Azusa Street Revival occurred, there's a place called Teen Challenge. Los Angeles County Teen Challenge is a lighthouse of hope and healing for women ages 18 and up. Women who come to this 30-bed home find a caring environment where they can begin to put their lives back together and see relationships restored through the power of Jesus Christ. While this has been a challenging year, God has been faithful. Where the enemy has brought pain, sickness, and death, the Spirit of God brings even greater freedom, recovery, and new life. And as the mighty hand of God was seen at Azusa Street over a hundred years ago, He is still the same miracle-working God that changes women's lives every day at Los Angeles County Teen Challenge. Women come to us from all backgrounds, drug and alcohol addictions, just really broken in their spirit. They're coming to us to find hope and freedom. It came to a point where I found my identity in drugs, sex, and men. I was in a, on a meth addiction, a meth addict for over 20 years. I did everything that came with it, from the gambling to the girls to um, just the whole lifestyle. I didn't really have any identity. Um, I looked for it in men and in alcohol, and I basically just drank um, my days away. Before coming into Teen Challenge, I was so broken, and I was addicted to meth and heroin. Since coming into the program, uh, God has broken chains of addiction, uh, depression, self-hatred, and I now have a personal relationship uh, with my Savior. Since coming into the program, God has completely restored my relationship with my family. He's given me a new identity that I found in Him through Jesus, and He's just um, taking the broken things and making them beautiful. And God has given me so much restoration with my mom, with my kids. Um, he just, He's done an amazing work. I'm not lost anymore. I have this freedom in me. I'm just... I'm just not bounded by the chains anymore like I was at the time. And he has just given me this peace in me, you know, and, and I and it just there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. 
At Teen Challenge, we have had to improvise, adapt, and overcome some challenges, one of which has been our interviewing process. Uh, previously, interviews were face-to-face, -face, and now they are over the phone. Once accepted, they go to one of our quarantine stations at two different Teen Challenge centers. When COVID hit, I thought it was the end of the world, but those m months that we were on lockdown and not able to see our families was where God met me. I was able to really connect with God and find who I was again in Christ. God is doing miraculous things. Just recently, one of the women in our home came to me and shared that during the Zoom calls, she's been able to have Bible studies with her children. And so now both her and her kids, whom she was separated from before she came into Teen Challenge, are now discovering the hope that there is in Jesus Christ. I hope that you'll join us to uh, continue to pray for the women that are here with us in their first months of healing and uh, freedom, and that you'll join us in partnership. We will remain faithful to the vision God gave for Teen Challenge all those years ago, that lives can be changed and men and women can find freedom from addiction with a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. God bless you. Jesus Christ is the hope for all of mankind. Amen? David Wilkerson, uh, when he founded Teen Challenge, he said, We have found a power that captures a person more strongly than narcotics, but he captures only to liberate. Amen? And uh, if you want more information about Teen Challenge, you're here today at the church, of course. My husband and I can talk to you afterwards, and we have pamphlets and information on the table in the foyer. If you're listening online from home, you can go to our website at teenchallenge.org. We're also on Facebook, Los Angeles County Teen Challenge and Teen Challenge of Southern California. So find us there and like us and stay uh, updated. Uh, we always have uh, testimonies and stories of lives that are redeemed and the information is found there online as well teenchallenge.org uh, there's a page uh, that says get help if there's anybody who uh, needs the program they can download the application fill it out and get in touch with us at our various centers and so we continue uh, to serve uh, men and women who uh, struggle with addiction uh, with our uh, 10 residential centers in Southern California and Teen Challenge is all around the world in 14, uh, 124 nations and 1,400 centers all around the world. Uh, and so the word of Christ is going out to heal and to save. Amen? It's Jesus Christ. He's the one uh, that can transform a person's life. And uh, today I just want to share with you uh, pastor asked me uh, to share the word, and um, it's uh, a privilege and an honor to be able to do that uh, here this morning. And uh, at the end of last year in 2020, I, I just felt a prom prompting by the Holy Spirit, really uh, felt really strongly that I was to meditate on and read and listen to the very words of Christ. 
No, it's the red letters, the red letters in, in some of the Bibles, amen? Some of you have the Bibles that have Jesus' words in red. Others of you don't, but when it says Jesus said or Jesus answered or, you know, those are the words that the, the Holy Spirit, I believe, uh, really impressed strongly that I was uh, to focus on uh, this year in 2021. And back in 2003, I had a radical conversion. I uh, came to know Jesus as a little girl, but then uh, fell away. And in 2003, um, he captured my heart again and delivered me from an 18-year addiction to both drugs and alcohol and all kinds of other life-controlling problems. And, and uh, I clearly heard him then say, read my word. I had an experience in my house where, where there was a, a lot going on, and it was chaotic, and there was violence, there's abuse, there's addiction, and I really felt and heard, I literally heard, read my word. And so I'm back in that place again, even though in the last 17 years I've been in the Word of God, reading the Word of God, and living for Jesus, and, and doing my best, you know, to... to uh, represent him, and I've been serving in full-time ministry since then with Teen Challenge of Southern California. And uh, but I feel I feel very strongly that there's a a message that Jesus has for us today to return to Him. I was really touched by that song that we sang, and I hope that the worship team will play uh, will come up at the end of my message and and play it again, so that we can truly surrender, that we could truly truly surrender our lives to Christ. I've been so distracted. I've been so worried. I've been busy working and then and then uh, adjusting my work because I've had to work from home and I haven't been at churches and I haven't been connected. And, and then, so I've just felt kind of distant and, uh, and um, disconnected. Is it a, a result of COVID? I don't know. Is it the world and the way that it's going and all of the chaos that's been out there, even with the election and different things? Is it, is it the enemy and his schemes to cause discouragement in the body of Christ? Maybe it's a combination of all those things and more. Maybe I've moved away a little bit and, and, and let the cares of the world distract me. Maybe I have been focusing on the wrong things. I don't know about you. Can you relate to that today? That our focus maybe has been off of the very words of Christ, off of the word of God, and we're focused on social media and media and all the news channels and everything else and, and all the despair. And, and uh, But let's focus on Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the one that can lift our spirits, that when we're, our soul is downcast, he lifts it up. We can find hope in Jesus today, amen? And uh, I feel like that is a word for me today, that I'm to surrender it all because Jesus is my all in all. Jesus is our all in all, amen? So I just want to focus on uh, today some of, uh, some of those uh, I am 
statements. And I was so blessed by the worship. Give it up for the worship team. Very anointed right there in the spirit, the Holy Spirit moving through uh, their songs and the choices and the, the, the music. And, and uh, Sister uh, Juliet, um, and she mentioned some of the, some of the things that um, I wanted to talk about today and in, in, in surrendering and also how he is the great I am. He is the great I am. And um, there are seven I am statements that Jesus uh, talked about. And, um, and they would have had particular significance to the first century Jewish listener because God had revealed himself to Moses with a, a resounding I am in Exodus 3, verse 14. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. And there's more than 170 amazing claims that Jesus made about himself. So that could take some of our time, right? And reading those 170 claims about Jesus. He spoke with confidence, authority, backed up his claims with actions that proved the claims to be absolutely true. The power of these claims that Jesus has made in the word of God has convinced even many of the world's most brilliant atheists to become devout believers in God and followers of Christ. Amen? I mean, he has spoken to us, hasn't he, to reveal himself uh, to us as the one true God. Uh, and he is who he says he is. He is who he says he is, and he can do what he says he can do. I'm going to focus in the book of John chapter 6, um, but I want to just read a few, uh, or all seven, but I'm going to focus on one in particular, in that uh, um, I am the bread of life in John chapter 6. As bread sustains physical life, so Christ offers and sustains spiritual life. I am the light of the world, he says in John 8, verse 12. To a world lost in darkness, Christ offers himself as a guide. I am the door of the sheep, Jesus says in John 10, verses 7 and 9. Jesus protects his followers as shepherds protect their flocks from predators. We need protection, amen? He is the door of the sheep. Uh, number four, Jesus says that he is the resurrection and the life. In John 11, verse 25, death is not the final word for us, Christians. Death is not the final word for us. He says, I am the good shepherd. He's the door of the sheep. He is the good shepherd. In John 10, also in verses 11, 14, Jesus is committed to caring for us and watching over all of those who are his. Amen. And this is one of my favorites. Uh, they're all favorites. But John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the source of all truth, all knowledge about God. He is God. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And in John 15, he says that he is the true vine. And so when we attach ourselves to Christ, we enable his life to flow in and through us. Then we cannot help but bear fruit. We cannot help but bear fruit um, that will honor the Father and show ourselves to be his disciples, his followers. And that fruit will last. 
because we're doing it in Christ, abiding in Christ. Amen? And those are the seven I am statements. And in John chapter 6, I am the bread of life. This is a long chapter. I'm not going to read it all. You could say thank you. (laughs) But go back and read it later. Okay, John chapter 6. Um, just quickly in, in, uh, John chapter six, um, uh, verse one and two, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the sea of Galilee and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the miraculous signs he had performed on the sick. And then Jesus said, went up on a mountainside, sat down with his disciples The Jewish Passover feast was near. And when Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, um, he had said to Philip, where are we going to get the bread? Where are we going to get something uh, to eat for them? And, uh, and so what happened then was a dialogue between him and Phil, uh, Philip and also his other disciples. And it was a dialogue that uh, revealed their faith or lack thereof. And then it, was a, it also was a conversation of, of faith in saying, hey, here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so, so many people? And this is a story, even as Juliet talked about the miracles of Daniel and the lion's dead and walking through the fire and the different thing, you know, Rahab and Jericho and all the different things, even in the Old Testament and in the New, is one of those miracles where he fed the 5,000. And the people were amazed. They saw the miracles. They experienced uh, the the outcome of the miracle. Um, and they ate till they were full. And, uh, and Jesus had gone away. And then even the disciples had seen him walk on water and they're blown away by all of what Jesus was doing and what they were seeing. Amen. And, uh, um, and when it goes into the portion of scripture that talks about Jesus being the bread of life, this is where I want to pick up. Um, because they were filled with the food. They were filled uh, with uh, the natural bread. Amen? They, they were filled with, in the physical realm, looking in the physical and seeing the miraculous healings and everything. But they were missing out on that. He was their true Messiah. And, and, uh, and so, and he goes on to say, um, I tell you the truth, you're looking for me, not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you are the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the resurrection and the life. He is the bread of life, he, he says here in this portion of scripture. And uh, it says, uh, the Son of Man will give you. On him, God the Father has placed a seal of approval. Then they asked him, what must we do to do the work God requires? Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Believe. I believe. We sang that, didn't we, in worship? I believe in you. I believe in you. And, and that's where it begins in our faith journey. And, uh, and God reveals who he is, and our response is that we believe. Amen? And so Jesus said to them, um, 
I tell you the truth, it's not Moses who's giving you the bread from heaven, although it was Mo- they got the manna in the desert, right? Back in the day, uh, the four, the, their forefathers ate the manna. They got it. They received it. They ate of it. But Jesus is saying, it's not Moses who's giving you the bread from heaven, but it's my father who gives you the true bread from heaven. He wanted their focus back on him wanted their focus back on God, the one who gives the sustaining uh, physical bread, but who also is the one who sustains a spiritual life for eternity. Amen? And, and so when he says, he says, uh, it's my father who gives you the true bread from heaven, for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, from now on, give us this bread. Can you not hear yourself say that? I said, give me it. Give it to me, Jesus. I want that. Amen? Yeah, I want that. But he wants me to want him. Amen? He wants us to want him, not the gifts, the giver. He wants us to want him. Amen? Um, Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never grow hungry. Never go hungry. He who believes in me will never be thirsty. Some of those uh, in that time, and Jesus knew their hearts. He said, but as I told you, you've seen me and still you do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. That's good news. Whoever comes to Jesus, he will never drive away. That is such good news. For he, I have come down from heaven, Jesus says, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of uh, them, none of them, none of all that he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my father's will is that everyone who looks to the son and believes in him shall have eternal life and I will raise them up at the last day, Jesus, Jesus says. Amen? That's such great news. Everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and Jesus himself will raise them up at the last day. Amen? Such good news, such good news. And, um, and they were looking at the physical. Again, he's like, isn't this, isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph? Whose father and mother that we know, how can he say, I came from heaven? Hmm? And, uh, and we hear that in the culture, in the media. Who is this? Who is this Jesus character? What, what has he got to do with me? You know, and you hear that in the adolescents and the youngsters or whomever else. And Jesus knows our hearts. Amen. Stop grumbling among yourselves, Jesus answered. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, they will all be taught by God. They will all be taught by God. Do we have ears that are going to hear from Jesus? Do we have eyes that can see the revelation glory that Jesus, uh, who he is, the glory of God? Let's be taught by God, by the word of God, the words of Jesus, by the, you know, the ones who are sharing the word of God and not get caught up with the controversies and, and the grumblings and the complainings and the worries of this world. But let's get caught up in Jesus. Amen. Let's get Get caught up in the one true God, that God himself, the bread of life. And uh, it, it goes on to say that no one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he's 
has seen the Father. Verse 47, I tell you the truth. He who believes has everlasting life. Verse 48 in chapter 6 of John, I am the bread of life. I'm the bread of life. And again, he, he, he mentions how their forefathers uh, ate the manna in the desert, and, and, uh, and yet they died. But here's the bread. That's the natural. That's the physical, okay? We're talking about sustaining for eternity, for eternal life and salvations. Here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which a man may eat and not die. Verse 51, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life, the life of the world. Amen? So he he says that those who come to him will never hunger, and those who believe in him will never thirst. He's saying that he will satisfy our hunger and thirst for righteousness in, in the sight of God. He's going to satisfy our needs. He, in, in essence, is saying that he is the provision. He's the provision. He's the one that will fulfill everything that we have desire for. And true satisfaction is not found, once again, in the bread, physical bread, but it's found in the giver of the bread. Amen. He is the bread of heaven. And so, and he's wired us, he's created us to be satisfied in him and not in the stuff. I, I felt recently that, that I've, I've been getting caught up kind of in the, the things that I have or the things that I don't have and the, the things that I'm doing and the things that I'm not doing or the things that I should be doing and the things that I should not be doing. And instead of looking at who God is and who I am is in light of his truth, amen, like he's better than all the things in the world put together. He, he is um, better than anything. I want to share um, a a quote by Jonathan Edwards. It's an old one. And I would like the worship team after I'm finished, if you would, I don't know if you're all here, but if some of you are here, if we can uh, surrender to God once again, um, because I just feel a stirring in my heart for us to just a recommitment of sorts to really know who Jesus is. And uh, it'll be in a few minutes, but um, do you know him as your sustainer? Do you know him as your provider? Do you know him as the bread of life? And do, do, are you reading his word? Are you digging in to who God is? You know, um, and uh, you may be. Praise the Lord. All of you might be. I tell you, I need a little work in that. And, and, and I would serve in full-time ministry. <laughs> I need the bread of life to reveal himself to me and for me to focus on him. Amen? And not just on the miracles, even though I want them, even though I need them. I want to see him for who he is and, and to, to know um, that he's the one, he is my all in all. So here's a quote by Jonathan Edwards. He says, Our external delights, our earthly pleasures, our ambition, our reputation, and our human relationships, for all of these things, our desires are eager, our appetites strong, our love warm and affectionate. 
When it comes to these things, our hearts are tender and sensitive, deeply impressed, easily moved, much concerned, and greatly engaged. We are depressed at our losses, and we are excited and joyful about any worldly success or prosperity. Uh, But when it comes to spiritual matters, how dull we feel, how heavy and hard our hearts. We can sit and hear of the infinite height and length and breadth and love of God in Christ Jesus, of his giving his infinitely dear son, and yet sit there cold and unmoved. If we're going to be excited about anything, shouldn't it be our spiritual lives? Is there anything more inspiring, more exciting, more lovable and desirable in heaven or on earth than the gospel of Jesus Christ? We should be utterly humbled that we are not more emotionally affected than we are. That's a quote from Jonathan Edwards, and that was from a long, long long time ago. But I feel it appropriate in this time and this season also, at least to me, that I should be more excited about my spiritual life than excited about what I can do or should do or need to do or want to do out there in the world. Amen? I want to be more like Christ I want to be uh, filled with the fruit of his righteousness. I want to live for Jesus more and more and more than I ever have before. I want it to be activated in my life. I want everything I say to actually come to pass. I I want to be more excited. I want to be Um, uh, I don't want to be cold. I don't want to be unmoved by the gospel. I don't want to hear a sermon and say, that's a good sermon, and then walk away and just like, just be numb. Amen. I want to live for Jesus. I, I need to surrender my life once again, this moment to Christ and, and know who he is as the one true God. Amen. I'm tired of the status quo. I'm, 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 I'm tired of, of being bored or, or being, or not being affected. And, and, uh, I believe that Jesus is talking, uh, not just to me. I believe that this season of COVID, of course, has, 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 uh, has, has really, worked it's uh at least uh satan anyway has really worked um to discourage a lot of people uh there has been a lot of pain there has been a lot of loss there has been um a lot of things going on in the world that is has been confusing and and uh there has been a spirit of fear that has crept in um to even the people of God. But God says in 2 Timothy 1, 7, that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and a sound mind. Amen? And when we read the very words of God, we can take authority because he is our confidence, and we he will keep our feet from being snared. We can read the word of God, and that word can be that life that, that we need to be able to take authority over the discouragement, amen? To th- take authority over 
the pain. And uh, we know that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and always. We uh, the uh, either Pastor Jerry mentioned that, or or uh, Sister Juliet mentioned that in the worship song. He is the same yesterday, today, and and forever. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. So in, in, in my talking, even this morning, and in my preparation, he has filled me uh, when I've read his word. When I come to him, I will not leave away uh, unsatisfied. He can satisfy my every need. Amen. He is that phys- he's that spiritual bread that brings eternal life. And, uh, uh, a pastor had, uh, had said, uh, in regards to this portion of scre- uh, this, uh, portion of, uh, the word in John 6, believing that he is our everything, he's our bread, that only he can fulfill our lives. He says, believing this truth radically changes the way we live. Radically changes the way we live. In 2003, when I, when I gave my life to Jesus, uh, a- after 18 years of addiction and a whole lifetime of, of discouragement and despair and, and just trauma and everything else. He radically changed my life in 2003. I want him to radically change my life in 2021. Amen. I don't want to stay the same. I want my life radically changed and I want to live with passion and with just total 100% focus on Jesus because otherwise my focus is off. My focus is on temporal things. My focus is uh, on on uh, my insecurities. It's it's on the the haves and the have-nots. It's on everything else but the power of the cross, the life, and the the resurrection of Jesus. And and I tell you what, I want to live the rest of my life. Uh, totally filled with the grace of God, the mercy of God, and the power of God. You know, at Teen Challenge, we do, like Pastor Jerry said, we introduce individuals to Jesus Christ. And that's the purpose of the church, too, you know, for Pastor Jerry to introduce you to Jesus and for you to know Jesus more and, and for you to know who you are in light of the gospel. He alone can save our souls. He alone can redeem our lives. He alone can deliver us from addiction. He alone can give us new birth to eternal life. He alone is worth pursuing, living for, searching for, not for what he can give us, though we get those things, but for who he is. Amen? For who he is. And so today I ask, will you put your trust if it's again, put your trust again in Jesus Christ. If, if, if you feel like you've uh, gone, your, gone a little bit too far away, even if it's one step, even if it's just a little bit, oh, I don't read as much anymore, I'm, I'm just listening, and I'm, I'm, I'm not even sitting down and, and searching for him anymore, I'm just kind of going through the motions, then today, make it a commitment to reaffirm your love for Jesus and say, today I surrender my life to Christ. Again, today, because today is the day of salvation. Amen. He alone can fulfill our desires and transform my li- our lives. He is good. He's the bread. He will give us what we need. Amen. 
Uh, This song is so powerful. Earlier uh, this morning when I was reading my notes again, I, uh, I had thought of the song that says, Draw me close to you and never let me go. I lay it all down again to hear you say that I'm your friend, you know. And that song says, you're all I want, you're all I've ever needed, you're all I want. Help me know you are near. And this song here is so similar, and I thought, this is even better. <laughs> so so if we could, if we could, uh, if you could stand with me and just stand with me. And, and uh, if you want uh, Jesus to just restore your life again, there might not be anything wrong with your life, you know, but you just want a deeper touch. So you want to go deeper with Jesus. You want to, you want to hear and know those, those very words of God that are red letters in uh, the Bible. And, and, uh, and you want to know, you know, those seven I am's and know that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Jesus is the way the truth and the life. Jesus is the bread of life. He is the shepherd. He is everything that he says he is. Amen. And you say yes to Jesus. Just say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I want you today, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for this church, this family here, God, so precious to you, God, and precious to me. I thank you for the prayers that they pray for the saints. I thank you for the prayers that they pray for the lost and the addicted, God. I thank you, God, for the prayers that they pray for ministries like Teen Challenge and that Pregnancy Center. God, thank you, Jesus, that you're affecting change in and through this church and this body here the family of God, the brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you, God, for the privilege and the honor to read your word and to know your word and to get to know your word. And you are the word. So getting to know you, Jesus, God, even more than we have before, Lord, may that be our desire today, God. We thank you, God. May we surrender all today, Lord. Father, I pray that if anyone has it in their heart, to surrender to you for the first time that they would come to the altar i know pastor jerry would love to pray for them god my husband will pray god i'll pray god if you've never given your life to jesus come up or just in your heart in your seat say i believe i believe I believed you, Jesus, that you are the son of the living God, that you are the bread of life, and that no one comes to the Father except through you. And I accept what you did, and I ask for your forgiveness. I ask that you forgive my sins, God, that you redeem my life, God. And I want to live for you, Jesus. If that's you, then just say say that or something similar in your heart to the Lord and surrender your life today. If you want to reaffirm your commitment to the Lord, God, like I am today, and just in your heart also say, God, I need you. I reaffirm my commitment to you, God. I'm sorry for my sins, for walking away, even if it was just one step. I ask that you restore my attention to you and my focus to you, Lord God, that I will draw near to you and you draw near to me, God. Wake me up, Lord, today, God, in my heart. Uh, even more than you have in my whole life of Christianity, however long that's been. Wake me up, God. Father, I thank you for these brothers and sisters. Have your way. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen.
to move. Don't be in a hurry with the Spirit. Amen. Thank you for those that have stayed. Yes, Lord, we look. Jesus, we worship the King. Amen. Yes, Lord, we worship you, God.
children, Lord God. Bless them, Father God. Bless your, your children, Lord God. We are your children, Lord. Yes, God. Father, bless us, Father. Continue to work in our lives, Lord God. As it says in Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for working in our lives, God. Yes, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, church. Thank you, church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Amen. We're going to go ahead and uh, conclude the service now, but as we do, as we leave, uh, Robert, a little bit of a challenge. Draw me close to you. Pick a key for that. Draw me close to you. service you guys beautiful service god bless all of you i pray that you guys are experiencing the blessing of the lord here today it's been a wonderful service god bless you let cheryl and greg know that you were blessed by their ministry those of you that can greg you might want to position yourself in the back over there in the foyer in case there's anybody that wants any information and any of you that want to speak to cheryl up here at the front however you guys want to arrange it uh please feel free to do so okay god bless you church Thank you for being patient here while we just allow the Spirit to. Amen. Is that you, Hannah? 
Oh my gosh, and your mom, it's so good to see you guys at church. Awesome, awesome, awesome. God bless you girls. Amen. Thanks, worship team. Sorry I put you on the spot there. It's okay, Robert's got it. <laughs> All right.